Well, hello and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope everyone is having an incredibly awesome day today. And I just want to encourage everybody, make sure you're continuing to get out and make sure your local level representatives and legislators and Everybody involved in our system right now knows that we absolutely are going to stand up for the Second Amendment. I can't be any more clear than this. If you guys saw what Biden came out with on Sunday and what he is now pushing for, blatantly saying that Congress immediately needs to pass common sense gun law reforms, including a ban on all private sales, ban on all standard capacity magazines. He said high capacity. I'm going to clarify that and say standard capacity and ending basically an immunity for any and all gun manufacturers that sell any type of weapons that can actually be used in defensive maneuvers. Um, Texas now, Governor Greg Abbott has already been calling now for the state to become a Second Amendment sanctuary state. That would be Texas. Um, and as you guys see now, talking to a lot of people also to be praying for everybody in Texas, they got hammered with a bunch of snow. I know we've got a lot of listeners out there. This is why I always encourage everybody, make sure you're staying prepared. I talked to somebody yesterday, a friend of Lana's. And, you know, he didn't know what to do because basically they're having like rolling brownouts over there. They're having, you know, power shortages over and over and over again because a lot of the power supplies in Texas have not been able to keep up with what's happening. And uh, they're not having to boil water because they're not having any potable water in some areas. And I told Lane, I said, you know, I said, not trying to say I told you so to anybody, but this is why I've constantly encouraged people. This is why it's so important to have backup methods, including whether or not you want to be able to cook via propane, whether or not you basically want to have a small fireplace, whether or not you want to have the little burners that you can put, you know, the little uh, fuel cartridges in um, and have backup water. You guys have heard me for years say, make sure you always have gallons of water on backup. So if you absolutely cannot leave your house for an extended period of time, you still have adequate water to function and do what you need to do. And so I've encouraged a lot of people to do that. hope a lot of people continue to heed that. But there's a lot of stuff going on right now that's going behind the scenes and something that I've been, I've had numerous emails about not only this whole entire Second Amendment debacle, and this is why I've encouraged everybody, do the best you can to either make your county or state a Second Amendment sanctuary, whether or not you have to start petitioning right now, you have to start getting vocal with your local representatives, whatever the case may be, because it's pretty much guaranteed that this administration is going to be the administration that we have all warned about for decades that is going to try to do a full blown, unconstitutional, illegal gun grab escapade. And so what it comes down to is it's very important that your sheriff, your county, your state, your city, whatever type of roadblocks you can put in are willing to stand their ground and support and demand that your Second Amendment and every other constitutional right and Bill of Rights is respected. This is so, so important. So I encourage everybody, make sure you get vocal about this. And another email that I've been getting about, I'm going to touch base on this, and I'm going to let Dad talk about it too here in a second, is that there's been all this chatter now back in the whole Q world and all these other individuals now that are in this, this Trump is still president thing, is that now that the Supreme Court 
on Friday, I think February 19th, I think, yeah, that's this Friday, is going to hear the three cases of the election fraud. That will be basically from Sidney Powell, Mike Flynn, and Lynn Wood. And now let me put something out there. This is my personal opinion and a lot of other people's opinion. The Supreme Court of the United States is not going to overturn this election. There's absolutely no reason for them to do this because we've already seen what they did at the very beginning when we saw the voter fraud. What's happening now is there is a huge amount of resistance that's occurring from the state level, from the county level, from the city level, all across the country. Many a people, if you guys saw yesterday, refused to even acknowledge President Biden, which he's more like the clown in office is what my wife always refers to him as. And so – he don't, don't, there was like hardly anybody on social media that even acknowledged him as President's Day yesterday. I didn't. Nobody did. And so what's happened is now they're realizing the dissidents and the support and the resistance is growing stronger because people are not accepting this clown. I mean the amount of you know executive orders he has signed now in the first couple of weeks has literally been unprecedented in U.S. history ever. Ever. And so what the, the Supreme Court of the United States is about to do is they're about to placate the American populace. They're going to hear these cases. They're probably going to drag it on. And what you're going to have now is you're going to have the media theater come back now because they need something new to talk about because the COVID narrative is unraveling. So now they're going to get back on the bandwagon again with the Supreme Court talking about voter fraud and CNN and NBC and Fox News are all going to run their mouths all day every day why the Supreme Court case continues to go on and on and on in perpetuity, why they talk about all these different things that are happening, and they're going to continue again to divide the country and create as much division and as much aggression and as much anger as they can, and at the same time try to placate and push the Q movement on the back end and say, oh, this is it, guys. Q, you need to trust it. This is what he's doing now. This Supreme Court, they're going to overturn everything, and it's going to go on, and it's going to do the exact same thing it's continued to do. But at the exact same time, we have the CDC releasing more data dumps about the vaccine adverse event reporting system. It's continuing to grow almost exponentially now. There's a screenshot that was sent in reporting that as of February 11th, there's been over 1,170 deaths among people who received the COVID-19 vaccine. Now, of course, the CDC came out and said, but these, these deaths are not related to the vaccine at all. They had nothing to do with it whatsoever. It's science. It's science, guys. Nothing happened with the vaccine, even though you can see city after city, state after state, country after country is now reporting people dropping dead. Heck, Israel now has reported that of the 4,500 people who have been injected with the vaccine, 4,500 of them have now caught COVID and are unbelievably sick after they got the mRNA injection. This is what's going on right now. This is what's really happening. And now we're going to have this gigantic clown circus theatric show with the Supreme Court pretending like they're actually going to listen to what happened with this fraudulent election. So I just want to encourage everybody, continue to get your head in the game right now. A lot of stuff is happening. Get prepared for what's about to start happening in the next couple months and continue to stay awake. And get the truth out there. It's so important. Thank you again for forwarding our show and sending out the news articles. We appreciate the support. What do you think, Deb? Well, you know, Justice Roberts has made it clear that he wants nothing to do with the overturning of an election. I mean, he's not going to do it. It's not going to happen. And, uh, you know, the amount of liberals on that 
bench are going to be in agreement with Biden. And quite frankly, it's more of a circus clown show act. And then they'll have to listen to the hearing and listen to the information and listen to the evidence. They're going to have to all write what they think. It's going to take months upon months to do this. And they're probably going to come up with a consensus. By that time, you know, Biden will be in office for six months. You know, and so they're going to say, oh, well, we can't see any reason to overturn a legitimate election, but we need to have state election reform, blah, 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 blah. And that's what's going to happen. It's going to be exactly what you say, Austin, is to placate the population. That's all it is. See, you know, George Carlin said this. Now, I don't particularly, you know, like a lot of his filthy language that he used because I didn't like it at all. It's horrible. But you know, he's dead now. Funny, he started telling the truth about stuff and started making a comedic joke about it, and suddenly he died. But one of his quotes that was really good, it says, governments don't want a population capable of critical thinking. They want obedient workers, people just smart enough to run the machines and just dumb enough to passively accept their situation. You have no choice. You have owners. They own you. They own everything. They own all the important land. They own and control the corporations. They've long since bought and paid for the Senate, the Congress, the state houses, the city halls. They've got the judges in their back pockets and they own all the big media companies so they control just about all of the news and information you hear. That's the truth. I mean, George Carlin was absolutely excellent with that. And see, and this is the problem we have with the United States is the insouciance. It's the people, they're this Pollyanna approach. They were so easy to fool with Q. Tens of millions of people, probably closer to 50 to 60 million people, believe the Q narrative. Most of them evangelical Christians. Just most of them Zionist Christians, to be honest with you. And they listen to everything that Q said. They hung on every word that he said. And, and they don't even realize, you know, what's going on and how it happened to them. And now they're in the middle of this mess. I mean, look at geoengineering.org. This is Dane Whittington's website. He's talking about the ice nucleation and what they're doing with these storms, how every square kilometer of land on the in the United States, actually globally, is controlled now by the geoengineers with their chemtrails and all the other things they do as far as controlling the upper ionosphere. And then we've got to realize that a lot of the chemtrails are also used for other things, including detection of exotic propulsion systems in the upper ionosphere. And yes, I'm going there right now. I'm going to talk about it. Detection of exotic propulsion systems in the upper ionosphere by our U.S. military. And you think, well, why did you do this? Well, the same reason I talked about what I talked about yesterday with other entities that are out there. The Pentagon, the Pentagon has now said UFOs are, are real. Wow. Think about what I just said. They have admitted now to storing and testing alien wreckage from UFO crashes in a stunning new 154 page report now you think about it for a second has this made the mainstream news no has america gone nuts no uh you know they're telling us now that they've got all kinds of physical descriptions of all types of materials that have come from ufos they have circumstance and method of obtainment and all hell material they have custodian u.s government agencies that are holding all materials and the titles and the authors of all technical and analytical reports conducted on us all held material on and on, that they have the name of the private contractors which have retro-engineered to the U.S. government, engaged in the storage and the study of held material. Test results recovered material to include physical properties, chemical and elemental composition of material and determination of the material as of terrestrial or extraterrestrial origin. So, yeah, they just gave you guys a really soft disclosure. Now, why do I say soft 
disclosure. Why did I say soft disclosure that everybody has kind of went, wow, they're real? Uh, they haven't mentioned the people who are the pilots of the UFOs. That's why I'm saying soft disclosure. They haven't told you there are other entities flying these machines, these spaceships, these whatever they are, interdimensional conduit transport devices, whatever the heck they're using. They're not talking about the bodies that they have found that were not human. They're not talking about the autopsies that were done of these bodies that are not human. They're not talking about that yet. They're letting us kind of like percolate a little bit on all of the facts that we have all of these extra technologies now coming from these UFOs. So they're simply not telling us all of it yet. They will. We're going to have a giant alien disclosure. We really, really are. And it's going to be something that's going to really shock a lot of people. And it's going to really cause a lot of people to get really scared. And there's absolutely no reason to do that. And I've discussed it in depth in the last couple of weeks that we are not alone. The Bible tells us we are not alone. We've never been alone. I mean, Lucifer came into the garden right away as soon as Adam and Eve were created to basically take over the planet and to basically corrupt Adam and Eve. Understand that the Bible has told us these things, especially Genesis chapter 6, for eons of time we have been aware of this. In fact, it was so bad with the alien interference on this planet in Genesis chapter 6 they had come in and had bred with all of the humans and had corrupted the DNA lineage of the planet. God looked down and saw that it was all evil, and he flooded the planet and killed all these entities and these other species, except for the ones, of course, who hopped on their spaceships and left and then came back later because it says that they were here before and after the flood. Remember this. So don't let this mess with your head. It has nothing to do with Christianity or what God did with Jesus to deliver us from the evil one. Always remember that. It's so important that we don't get all caught up in that. Oh, by the way, Biden now is blaming Trump for the snowstorm and for the winter storm, Yuri, that's come to the United States because he re-energized the coal industry in Virginia. This is so ridiculous that Biden's got nothing better to do. But remember, they've always got to have a boogeyman. That's what they have to do. They've got to have somebody to blame what they're doing with the geoengineering on, and now because Trump basically is out of office, and Biden doesn't want to take any responsibility for geoengineering. He blames it all on Trump. And, you know, and Paul Craig Roberts came out with a really good article this week. It's not a positive article, but it's very to the point. And it's, and it's, it's posted on our website. It's called America's Catastrophic Disintegration. And it says that America basically has now rejected itself. The Democrats reject Americans and all standard of truth. Now, I'm, not, I'm going to correct Paul on this because I really like the guy, but I'm going to say this. It's not just the Democrats. It's the controlled Republicans who have been basically blackmailed by Israel, Mossad, and Jeffrey Epstein in both sides of the Congress and in the judiciary that are basically being controlled via videotape they have of something they've done or whatever they've said or whatever. It's all been compromised. Paul Craig Roberts goes on to say, we can observe the disintegration of the United States and the Democrats. 1930-style Stalinist show trial of Donald Trump. Republicans provided the Senate with video proof that Democrats responded to their 2016 defeat with insurrectionist language, whereas Trump did not respond to the stolen 2020 language with election with insurrectionist language. But in the Democrats' show trial, evidence of no more importance than it was in the Stalin show trials. And we need to understand what we've done in the United States. We've destroyed the continent 
continuity of the United States. We basically have created victims and victim classes throughout the United States. The American ruling class is so stupid that it declares Americans exceptionalism by which it means Washington's moral right to world hegemony while disuniting American with the tax in the country's founding ethnicity and values. If the United States was founded in white racism as university faculties and public school systems and democratic politicians and the New York Times 1619 project proclaim, what is indispensable about a country whose exceptionalism consists of racism? <laughs> that this extraordinary contradiction can go unnoticed for years while Washington justifies bombing and dispossessing of millions of people in eight countries as bringing them democracy while the ruling elite steal elections in America illustrates that the cognitive dissonance of the American ruling elite is off the scales. Now listen to this. This is his final sentence paragraph. The illegitimate Biden regime has no qualms about making clear its hostility to the founding American ethnicity. The regime is staffed up with sexual deviants, black extremists, and Jews who are hostile to Trump's deplorables. The regime, regime is carrying on a purge of the armed forces of troops that it that the educational system failed to indoctrinate against themselves. The First Amendment is being misrepresented as a threat. The domestic terrorism bill is on its way. It will be used to brand those out of step with the controlled narrative domestic terrorists. They'll be, they'll be basically called domestic terrorists. War has been declared on white, Christian, heterosexual, traditional American males. And as the rulers of this disintegrating country are fomenting conflict with China, Russia, and Iran, the question is whether the United States will disintegrate before it is destroyed militarily by these foes. Guys, they're doing everything they can to bring in their new world order. Out of chaos will come a new world order. And we've got to remember that we must always keep our hearts and minds on Christ, not on Q, not on Donald Trump, not on a presidential puppet no matter how much you like the puppet. Now they're grooming DeSantis, the governor of Florida, to be the top of the GOP and to run for president in four years, which, quite frankly, I hope that he does. But I also hope that they don't compromise him. Governor DeSantis is standing here with the Floridians and saying, no, we will not be closed down. You will not close out our country. Until straight told Biden, they absolutely not. It will not happen. We will send the National Guard out if you decide that you're going to go in and try to close our state down. Biden just told the president of the United States that. I mean, the guy's got some stones. i got to give him credit for that. But the reality is, will he be compromised? Will they find something out on him? I certainly hope not because I really, really, really like DeSantis. My perfect, my, my, perfect, my, my perfect thing would be, I guess, if DeSantis run for president and his attorney general would be, you know, Grady Judge from, you know, our sheriff here in Florida get our Second Amendment rights back in the United States, and stop all of this political correctness. But I guarantee you, since the media is owned by the Kabbalists and the Luciferians, of course, George Carlin didn't call that out in his quote, but he said it's owned by these people. That's who he's talking about as far as I'm concerned, and he's not here to question because he's dead, died suddenly. I really believe that these guys would do the same thing to DeSantis they did to Donald Trump that they would stranglehold him in the media and talk, start talking about all of the horrible stuff that he's done and all the horrible things that he's, that he's involved with. And the guys, listen to this, if they tell you that lie long enough and big enough and forcefully enough, the American people are so insouciant now that they believe it. They believe everything. They're, they're just, they're, they're, they believe that if you get a vaccine, even though we have now thousands dead, thousands dead from this vaccine, that they're going to be okay. 
yesterday Austin had a doctor's appointment to do a follow-up check on the accident that he had about a month ago now. And what was interesting about it, the doctor that we were talking to was all about the vaccine. And we talked to him and we said, look, it doesn't work the way you think it does. It creates a coronavirus spike protein that thinks the, makes the body think it's naturally occurring and it won't produce antibodies. And so your body, if it gets infected with another cold or flu or coronavirus, it thinks it's okay and it fills up with pus and you die of septums. He goes, oh, wow. He goes, that makes sense. Can you send me the literature on that? And I said, yes. And so I sent him a bunch of links last night. But here's the thing, guys. Even some of the most elect some of the smartest individuals in the country are believing the government narrative on what coronavirus is and what this quote-unquote spike protein injection device is you know we've got to go out and tell the people the truth go to health masters go to the website go to our news site and look at all of the articles we posted i've filtered every one of those articles personally not that i agree with all of them but I thought they were all worth reading so you guys could make your own decision and get your own opinion of what you think's going on. Austin, what do you think and what's your next story? Austin, are you there? Sorry, but I was having some uh, some malfunctions with my Skype. That's okay. No, you're you're exactly right on every aspect of it. There are a lot of issues that we're seeing now with the propaganda and disinformation in the media, and it's only getting worse. It's exactly like you just said. They have to continually have a boogeyman, so they go back and forth. Trump now, even though he's down in Mar-a-Lago golfing, doesn't have anything to do with a lot of what's going on now. He's still the boogeyman. This is what the whole impeachment trial was about, that whole debacle. It was about having a boogeyman. Now we're going to have this Supreme Court hearing now that, like you just said, is going to go on and on and on to keep the boogeyman going. So the big bad Trumps, everyone's going, oh, well, oh, well, you guys can't do this. Trump's trying to take over the country. He's trying to, we can't do this. Supreme Court has to stop it. And it's going to continue to go on and on. It's all propaganda. You have to understand how this works. Goebbels, Germany, World War II, Nazi, the godfather propaganda was so succinct about what he said with this, and it's exactly what Dad just said. If you continue to tell a lie long enough and you make the lie big enough, eventually you can get just about everybody to start believing it. And that's exactly what we have come into now. This is exactly where we're starting to see. The same thing now. Now the report's coming out that the National Guard is going to be staying in Washington, D.C. through the fall of 2021. Guys, we're in February. They aren't going to let them out. They're going to keep them there in perpetuity. Why? They know what's going to start happening with a large percentage of the populace when they start running through these unbelievably illegal, unconstitutional gun bills. They know it's going to happen. There's a reason why they put an eight-foot-tall fence perimeter permanent all around the entire Capitol building. It wasn't basically to protect the Capitol building. It was because they don't want people storming the Capitol again. They got basically had. This is why they continually shoved the narrative down everybody's throat that those were insurrectionists. And this is basically a overthrow of the government when people walked into the Capitol building after the Capitol police opened up the fence and let them in. There was, there, was, there was no violent insurrection. They didn't go in with machine guns. They didn't go in and start having gunfights with Secret Service. None of that happened. Most of the people that died, the only people that died really that actually were directly engaged with it were protesters. The one was basically an Air Force veteran shot in the face. 
while she was unarmed climbing over basically a wall of chairs. So you have to start looking at this and saying, what's the real reason they're doing this? And it's very clear. They want to get everything in place so when they drop the hammer, nobody knows what to do. And this is why they're pushing out this shot so aggressively. This is why you're seeing report after report. Heck, now there's another article just came out from LifeSite News. 46 residents in Spain nursing homes now have died after receiving the COVID-19 injection. And there's more and more down the list that go on and on down the line. They're saying 22 out of the 72 residents of nursing homes in Banningstoke, England, have died following the injection. 24 seniors at a nursing home in Syracuse, New York, have reportedly died from covid as of January 9th, even though they were vaccinated with the injection on December 22nd. So you hear what they're doing here now. They're now claiming after somebody basically checks out after getting the vaccine, they're claiming it was a COVID-19 death. This we, we said this last year, exactly what they're going to do with it. Same thing I told you about in Israel now. They're basically, all these people are catching COVID after getting this Pfizer injection. Same thing has happened now in Montreal, another nursing home in Scotland. All the residents at a home in Inverness, Scotland, were vaccinated against COVID early in January, but now 17 have been infected after the first dose of the injection. This is what's going on. You have to really look at it from an outside perspective and use your own deductive reason. And the reason why I've hammered this topic, and so is Dad, is because this is probably one of the biggest lies that we have ever had projected on the American populace that so many people have believed it. It really is. And it's embarrassing to see this. And it's embarrassing to see so many people line up down the street and at Walgreens and all these areas to get injected with something that they have no idea what it even does, how it's even made, that the FDA has not even approved it. They've only given it emergency authorization only because Pfizer lobbied them. The fact that they don't even realize this does not have a denatured or dead COVID virus in it This designed to cause your body to start actually making COVID so you become immune to it. But they have no idea the long-term side effects because nobody has seen the long-term side effects because nobody tested for long-term side effects, much less the reproductive problems that the retired CEO of Pfizer came out and said repeatedly for months last year that all this testing needs to stop immediately, that this shot is going to have unbelievably significant side effects on the reproductive systems, especially of females, because of what it does. Yet, crickets. Now you have in the UK, you saw this on Sunday, I'm sure a lot of you, United Kingdom residents can now be presented to show COVID vaccine passports simply to get into bars and grocery stores, top officials said Sunday. Foreign Secretary Dominique Robb said the government has not ruled out requiring proof of vaccine in order to get into stores. He goes in, I quote, it's something that hasn't been ruled out and it's under consideration. But of course you have to make it workable. Whether it's international, domestic, or a local level, you've got to know that the documentation being presented is something you can rely on and it's an accurate reflection of the status of the individual. An accurate reflection of the status of the individual. He's not saying, well, we're not really sure if this is something we can legally do. We're not really sure if this is something we want to violate the privacy rights and the medical rights of our residents of the UK. He's not saying that. 
He's saying we have to make sure it's workable so we can verify and make sure the document that somebody's presenting is legitimate and we know they've been injected with this sludge. This is what they're talking about in the UK. This is why, and I said this last week, if you look at every single country that has had insane, insane vaccine pushes, insane lockdowns, unbelievably restrictive measures, even in some of the states, New York, California, what do all those states and countries have in common? They have one thing in common, one really, really big thing in common. They have all been pretty much completely disarmed of any significant firepower. That would be as direct as I could be right now. I said the same thing on Hagman last Friday, and he agreed with me, and we talked about it in detail on the show last Friday if you guys listened to it. The reason why they want everybody's weapons is they do not want to have any resistance when they go door-to-door and start demanding you get your monthly vaccine for whatever new COVID or new virus or new pathogen or whatever new thing they tell you you need it for to keep you dumbed down. I told Dad yesterday we were coming back from Orlando area where I went back over to the chiropractor and was doing some stuff with my neck. And there was a like a Greyhound-style bus in front of us. And I looked at it and I said, that was the bus, the same bus that was over at Amazon's. I had to stop by Amazon, the giant 1.1 million square foot Amazon facility, a couple weeks ago because one of our packages from UPS got misdelivered to the Amazon facility. And it was it was a debacle. Regardless, I got the package back. You know, UPS ended up getting it for me and bringing it back. So we got that fixed. But one thing that was crazy, you know, it's a huge facility, 1.1 million square feet. So I'm driving over there. And all of a sudden, on the left side of the facility, there's like eight or nine, these like big, giant, like Greyhouse transport buses. And it has all these international flags all over it. It's like this big bus that just drives all over the country when it needs to. And I looked at it. And then I started seeing all these signs for where basically people are getting in line and what time they're getting on the bus, like a 3 p.m. one, a 6 a.m. one, and all these different things. And I looked at it, and I realized real quick what it was. They're bussing in employees. They're bringing employees in from all over the state, even out of the county, to bring them into this Amazon facility so they can continue to work and do the 24-hour, seven-day-a-week shifts that basically are you know rolling in like three-day rolling shifts. And there was the bus in front of us coming out from Orlando, and I said, Deb, that's one of those buses that went to Amazon. And he goes, is it really? I said, watch and see. I said, there's a road coming up right here. It's like the only road that goes to Amazon. The only thing on this road is Amazon because they built an entire road just for Amazon. Lied to us when the county did it and said they were building this road to divert uh, traffic from semi-trucks to go down a different road so they would not bring them to downtown Auburndale. Completely lied about it. We find out now the only reason they built this road was specifically for Amazon semi-trucks so they could bring them right into their warehouse and basically do their transport all day long and all night long. And so I said, look what it is. Bus turn right, sure enough, right to Amazon. They're bringing people in now so, like Dad said, they can have good little worker bees. Remember what they said in the World Economic Forum? You'll have nothing and you'll like it is basically what they said, paraphrasing. You don't need a vehicle. If you need something, you rent something. If you need an apartment, you rent something. You don't need to own anything. You don't need to own a home. You don't need to own a car. Why? Because they want to put everybody in that collective socialist mindset that everybody just kind of enjoys things as they make a little bit of money and everybody has just enough money to eat and pay their rent and buy an Uber once a week to go out, and that's all you need. They don't want people being successive entrepreneurs, successful entrepreneurs. They don't want people being independent. They don't want people being able to have the ability to say, you know what, no, 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 no. We're, we're a Second Amendment sanctuary county. 
sheriff says. We're a Second Amendment sanctuary state, like Governor Abbott says. We're not going to comply. We are a Second Amendment sanctuary area, and we will not give in to your Second Amendment, anti-Second Amendment violations and unconstitutional laws that you're pushing in. When they start having counties and cities and states do that on a level, whoa, 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 see, 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 the peasants are supposed to revolt. The peasants are supposed to go to Amazon, work their eight-hour shift, get back on their bus, and take you home and get your check every two weeks. So you can basically pay for your rent, and that's basically all enough you have money for. That's what the peasants are supposed to do. The peasants aren't supposed to have belt-fed M60 E6s because we could still legally own those in this country. The populace isn't supposed to be able to have 300 million AR-15s with 30-round, 60-round, 100- and 150-round drums. We're not supposed to have those. Why would we have those? For any lawful purpose. The same reason we have the Second Amendment. For any lawful purpose. And at any point in time, somebody tells you in politics that you do not have the right to own a firearm for any lawful purpose, and we're going to make you a criminal for owning a firearm, that only says one thing. They're going to do something to you that you would shoot them for later on in the future, and they want to make sure you're disarmed. That is the only reason a politician would tell you you don't have the right to own a firearm for any lawful purpose. So I encourage everybody, get on the emails, get on the phones with your local representatives. It is time to start making these states and these counties and these cities Second Amendment sanctuaries because that is going to be the first line of defense we can have against this unbelievably communist administration that has very clearly said now on Sunday they want to ban and restrict everything. They've been very clear about that now. So I encourage everybody, get this information out there. Continue to get the truth out there and stand up for your convictions, Dad. What do you think? Uh, you're absolutely right, Austin. In fact, I'm going to read that quote from Carlin again because it reminds me so much of the Amazon worker bees. I mean, I have friends of mine that have worked for Amazon. They say it's a nightmare. You know, they've got all this productivity requirement. They have all of this. To, you know, I mean, you got like permission to use the bathroom. I mean, it's unbelievable how strict they are. Governments don't want a population capable of critical thinking. They want obedient workers just smart enough to run the machines at Amazon and just dumb enough to passively accept their situation and their Amazon-provided Amazon housing. You have no choice. You have owners. Them guys who own Amazon. They own you. They own everything. They own all the important land. They own and control the corporations. And they've long since bought and paid for the Senate, the Congress, the state houses, the city halls. They've got the judges in their back pockets, and they all own the big media companies. So they control just about all of the news and information you get to hear. That's how they do it. And they basically make you an Amazon worker bee. That's what they want. That's why Austin and I are so adamantly opposed about Amazon. If you want to find a product, Amazon is great for that. But go directly to the person who sells that product and don't go through Amazon. Don't give them a 15% commission cut off the top. I mean, 15% of the gross sale. You know, if you operate at a 30% margin, you're unbelievably blessed. I mean, you really are because, I mean, nowadays things are gotten so tight. So if you have a product that you buy for 50, you sell it for 100, you've got 20 or 30% of what's left. Basically, it's part of the overhead that you've got to take off the top. And so you end up with a 10 or 15 or 20% profit. They take 15% of the gross, which means they take almost all of the profit for a lot of the corporations. They leave you with pittance. It's what they do. 
This is what they always have done. This is what the this is what the landlords did to the serfs to keep them enslaved so they can never get ahead. This is what tiered income tax is all about. This is why Marx wanted tiered income tax. Best buddies with Abraham Lincoln, another social communist. They wanted tiered income tax. That way they could come in, and if you made $100,000 a year, they could say, oh, no, 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 no. The average income of the United States is $40,000. We have to tax you to bring you back down to where you need to be so you could never be financially independent, so you could never get ahead, so you could never pay your house off. So we will own your house for the rest of your life. You will never own a car, and you will like it. You will make payments forever. That's what they want. That's what they're designing everything around. And look at Israel right now. You've got all these people dying of the COVID vaccine, all these Jews in Israel dying of COVID vaccine. You think, well, that's you know, that's awful. It is awful. And why is that? Because the synagogue of Satan are those who claim to be Jews and are not. That's why they pushed the Jews to get vaccines in Israel. That's what they've done. Now, I'm not a Kabbalist fan. You guys know that. I'm not a fan of the Talmud. I'm not a fan of any of that stuff. You know, I like the Torah. I think the Torah is great. The five first books of Levitical law, the five first books of our Old Testament as Christians. But the Jews are always going to be used as scapegoats. That's what they're going to be doing. They're going to be using them again for scapegoats because they don't care. These people will use any group of people. They'll use Germans. They'll use Russians. They'll use Chinese. They'll use Jews. They don't care. They'll kill anybody they want to kill as quick as they possibly can. Why? Because it's what they do. And remember... The government of Israel is Rothschild-controlled, and they've been working for years and years and years with the Chinese. And the Rothschild folks, basically, they're not Jewish any longer. They've bred with all these other different people, and they still are sabotaging Kabbalist Luciferians. They're the ones who control the planet through their black magic and all the rituals they do with the Kabbalah and with the Zohar. But, guys, Israel's been passing. Here's an article from the Defense Tech, military.com. Israel passes U.S. military technology to China. Why? Because the Rothschilds also control the Chinese Central Bank. So secret U.S. missile and electro-optics technology was transferred to China recently by Israel, prompting anger from a U.S. from the U.S. and causing a senior Israeli defense official to resign. The head of defense exports for Israel Defense Ministry resigned after a U.S. investigation concluded that technology, including a miniature Refrigeration system manufactured by RICOR and used for missiles and in electro-optic equipment was sent to China, according to the Israeli newspaper Ma'ariv, M-A-A-R-I-V. Another Israeli news site, Aretz Shiva, reports the U.S. is concerned that technology could ultimately find its way to Iran, which last year sought to buy military equipment from China for its nuclear program. So, We've got countries all over the world, including Israel, giving away our technology back to the Chinese, which is also controlled by the Rothschild banking cartel through the central bank. And yet we would sort of sit back and yawn and go, oh, well, you know, Q told us it's okay. Q said it's okay. Well, well, no. You You know, there's another article that says biblical Christianity likened to QAnon as a conspiracy theory. It goes on to say it's amazing that the Christians were so gullible that they believed in Q. They believed in everything. The Q said was true, and and it's true. It, it is. Christians have believed all of this stuff because they don't want to believe that we're in the situation that we're in because the pastors of the pulpits haven't bothered to tell them the truth. That's the bottom line here, guys, isn't it? If the pastors in the pulpit were doing their job and they were giving the people the truth in the United States. See, the pastors, listen to me, pastors, if you're listening to the show right now. 
I understand that your job is to teach the Word of God. I think that's absolutely super important to teach the New Testament, to teach how the New Testament relates to the Old Testament. But you've got to stay with current affairs. You've got to tell the people the truth of what's happening to your sheep. Like I said last week in the one show that I did on Friday, you know, you've allowed your sheep to fall off a cliff. You've allowed your sheep to get eaten by wolves. You've allowed your sheep, the people in your church, to basically be lied to and told this QAnon stuff is right. If you guys had not sat back and not done anything, you could have told the people in your church that QAnon is a CIA psychop that's being run through Citicorps, run by the Rothschild banking cartel, who basically, like George Carlin says, owns the major corporations and all the major land and controls both houses of Congress and the judiciary. This is where we are right now. In fact, you know, you've got all of this crazy stuff that's happening, but they, nobody wants to talk about the fact that Israeli tanks have now invaded Gaza again, and they've opened fire at farmers because they're controlled by the Kabbalists, that Israel forces blow up a Palestinian prisoner's house. But we don't talk about that because we can't talk about Palestine. But I will give the appeals court credit. They overruled that Israel could not be boycotted. They're saying that Israel... Israel can be boycotted by state and other legislatures if they don't want to do business with Israel because of what they've done to the Palestinians, which they we need to have a choice. If you want to support Israel, support Israel. That's okay. I don't care. I don't. I don't support them because of what they've done and what they stand for. But if you want to do that, go ahead. It's all right. The other night, I was in Tallahassee. Sharon and I had to go to Niceville for the weekend, and we were coming back. We spent the, 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 the night in Tallahassee, and there was a... a sports team there at the Sheraton where we were staying and I believe it was probably the strength coach who was in the elevator and I got in the elevator to go up to my floor and he was going up to his floor and I said hello to him and I said how are you doing he goes I'd be a lot better if you were wearing a mask so he says to me this guy's first time another man has said something to me this guy's all beefed up all jacked up he's all muscled up looks like he's on about 14 bottles of steroids a day and I looked at him and I said dude I said you have the right to wear a mask I don't care if you wear a mask I have the right not to wear a mask I said who do you think you are talking to me like that? He looked at me kind of funny because you could tell he's a pretty big dude. He wasn't used to people talking to him like that, especially a retiree. And so, you know, he looked at me kind of funny. And I looked at him. I said, dude, I said, I'm not going to get caught with metabolic acidosis. It ain't going to happen to me. And now he's like, oh, gosh, he's wishing he hadn't said anything to me. So I didn't let it go. I, I fussed him all the way out. He got off his floor at the elevator. While he's walking down the hallway, I'm still fussed and he's listening as the elevator door is closing. I will not be spoken to like I'm a peasant. I will not. It is not okay. And if we stand up for that and we realize that we aren't peasants, that we are children of the most high God made in his image, and we stand for what is right. Now, I was respectful. I wasn't yelling and screaming and cussing at the guy, but I didn't put up with it. I said, absolutely not. You know, just people need to understand that they don't have the right to tell me that I have to do what they tell me to do. We are in a mask-free state in Florida. Governor DeSantis has told everybody they cannot fine us. They were fining us, guys, for not wearing a mask. He has passed an executive order saying no individual can be fined for wearing a mask. That's the way it's supposed to be. We have rights, God-given rights, and they can't be infringed upon. What do you think, Austin? That's exactly well said. It's what what the entire concept of COVID has done. This is this has worked very well. I'll give them that. They've done it. It's worked incredibly well because so many people have capitulated. It's that they've let us know that normal life, the normal life that we've grown accustomed to in the United States, is only one that they permit us to have. 
We permit you to have a normal life whenever we say you can have a normal life. But, however, whenever we want to take that normal life away from you, we will take it away from you at any point in time. Because we're permitting you to have a normal life. This is what they've done now. <laughs> and this is what's so crazy is this ideology has actually penetrated a large portion of the United States populace. They really believe this now. Oh, well, well the government said I can't do this yet. I can't leave my house yet. i got to wear a mask still. I can't open up my business. They're permitting you to do it. They're allowing you to do it when they say you can do it. And when you go along with it, you're consenting and you're saying, okay, yes. Yes, yes, master. You, you do it. I, you, I'll do what you say. If you, oh, I can't do that. I won't do that. I mean, look what they've done now over there at the uh, college over in California, University of California, Berkeley. They're now getting huge backlash, and students don't know what to do because they're being forced to stay alone in small dormitories, the ones that are left on campus, without even being able to go out and exercise or go food shopping. This report by the Campus Forum. Very few people talked about this, but these kids are, like, freaking out now. They don't know what to do. Since the beginning of February, quarantine measures imposed by the university have mandated that any students that lived on campus now cannot leave campus, and they must stay inside their room at all times. They said you're required to stay in your room as much as possible, wear a face mask in all areas, including the bathroom, unless you're brushing your teeth or showering, the university instructions read. Students have only been allowed to leave the rooms to pick up food at a special kiosk outside the hall. When they've obtained their food, they are returned immediately to their room. The instructions further state the students are not allowed to leave the room even for solo outdoor exercise. They've also said that students should never go into one of the communal bathrooms if anyone else is in there at all time. They said those who break the house arrest rules will face serious residential conduct sanctions, including be disqualified from all housing support and suspended from the university. Guys, what part of this is even supposed to be okay? Now, University of California, Berkeley, that's an incredibly liberal school. So if any school is going to do this stunt, it would not surprise me that it's them. On top of that, California is mostly disarmed, so you have that ideology that the government is there to protect you. But where do they possibly get for one second that it is their right under any circumstances to tell students they can't go outside, they can't exercise, they can't leave their room unless it's basically to pick up food? I mean, what, what part of this does anybody think is okay? And the sad part about it is large percentage of the populace has gone along with it. Oh, guys, it's for the protection. Austin, you just need to wear a mask. Stop being so militant. Don't tell me what to do. I won't tell you what to do. Let me be. I'm very libertarian when it comes to that. I told Lana the other day. I said, here's the problem that I have and why I've gotten so irritant, especially with this entire political, correct, transgender cross-dressing movement. If a grown man wants to go get in a dress and parade around in a dress, he has a right to do that. He has a right to do that. And I have the right to say that is basically a cross-dressing, cross-dressing pervert, son. He's a man. He wants to dress as a dress. That's his right to do so. But he looks like an idiot. He looks like a pervert, and we're going to steer away from him. I don't want you around him. That's my right, and that's his right. Where it goes sideways is where they start saying, whoa, 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 whoa. If a guy wants to cross-dress in a dress and act like a woman and put on a wig and put on lipstick – 
He can do that, but you also have to accept it. And not only do you have to accept it, you have to tell your son to accept it. And not only do you have to tell your son to accept it, you have to call him by his pronouns and names and genders and whatever he wants to be called. Mr. Walrus III, if that's what he wants to be called, that's what you have to do. It. You have to do whatever he tells you to do. That is where the line stops with me, and it will always stop with me. People have a right to engage in their own activity. There's no question about that. If you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. If I don't want to wear a mask, I don't want to wear a mask. If you want to wear a dress, wear a dress. I literally do not care. But there is no point in time do you have the right to start stating to me that I have to comply with your wishes or say what you want me to say or do what you want me to do simply because you feel you have that controller right over me. Remember, we are all created equal. Under the Constitution and under the eyes of God Almighty. It's been a very clear thing that's been very, very laid out. But for some reason, this concept eludes a large percentage of the population. Nobody has the right to come in and start telling you what you can and can't do. Unless, of course, you're going in and you are, in turn, violating somebody's rights. That's very different. You start threatening people, telling somebody you're basically going to cause them great bodily harm. But obviously, that clause is a completely different topic. So understand, this is where we're at right now. They want to tell you when they permit for you to have a normal life. You see now in Germany, this is one of the most troubling things we've ever seen. The article said we knew this was coming. Pastor Fined for speaking out against homosexuality. In a stunning sentence, a court in Bremen, Germany, has sentenced Reverend Olaf Lanz at St. Martini, part of the Evangelical Church in Germany, a fine of 8,100 euros for inciting hatred against homosexuality. During a seminar, Lotz defended the biblical definitions of gender and sexuality, condemning the Berlin Pride March and referring to gender ideology as an attack against God's order of creation. Lots of defense lawyer called the sentence, which the pastor is appealing, a catastrophe. The lawyer told the court that the pastor was condemn, was basically condemning behavior rather than the actual person. But the judge stated that homosexual orientation of a person is part of the personality and you can not condemn it. For a first time in a German court restricting religious freedom under Article 4 basic law for the benefit of the homosexual lobby. This will have consequences. The judgment does not have basically overturned or appealed for churches in Germany that say reject gay weddings. This could, for example, in the future cause them to lose their status as a charitable organization, 501c3. This would be a huge financial disadvantage and cause giant issues all across the churches. This is what they're doing in Germany now. This is how liberal they're getting in Germany now. So you come out and start sp preaching. You start talking about Leviticus. Or you start talking about Proverbs. You start speaking truth. Now all of a sudden, you're inciting hatred towards homosexuals for simply reading the Bible. My friends, how much longer do you think it's going to be before they start telling you there's certain verses of the Bible that you're not even allowed to speak of? That, I mean, we're right there on the precipice of that now. That's pretty much what they're doing in Germany. We have the First Amendment in the United States now, which is teetering on complete and total being dissolved, unfortunately. And this is why I continue to tell everybody, I don't care about political correctness and neither is dad. And I will never engage in that type of censored behavior. If you want to speak the truth, speak the truth. If it offends somebody, it offends somebody. Because you know why? You have the right to do the same thing just as I do. Always remember that, my friends. You have the right to live. You have the right to free speech. You have the right to own firearms for any lawful purpose. And you have the right to basically 
pray to God Almighty at any point in time, and you have the right to call a garden of weeds a garden of weeds, and if a guy wants to run around in a dress and be a cross-dresser, he has that right, and you have the right to call him out on it. Always remember these things that have been in stone, essentially, on paper for hundreds of years. Do not let them dissolve in front of us right now. We're on the precipice of losing it, and we have to continue to get the truth and stand our ground for our convictions on this, Dad. What do you think? Well, you're absolutely right. And we've got to realize how the entire country has been usurped by this Kabbalist group. We we know the CIA is pretty much satanic. They had witches on their payroll. Witches. Witches. I mean, they had people that were doing soul traveling and, and spirit traveling. All, I mean, all kinds of crazy stuff right out of the Kabbalah on their payroll. And, and they, I'm sure they still do. Uh, they did research. You know, if you read the book, The Men Who Stare at Goats, how to use evil and Satan to go in and basically control situations. You're like, well, that sounds really weird. I didn't say it didn't sound weird. But, you know, if you look at history and you study, history. It's long been known that the CIA has placed their operatives throughout every agency of the United States government. As explained by Fletcher Prouty in The Secret Team, that's a book, that CIA offers Cord Meyer and Frank Wishner operated secret programs to get some of their most vocal exponents of intellectual freedom among intellectuals, journalists, and writers to be their voices for unfreedom and censorship as explained by Francis Donner Saunders in the book The Cultural Cold War and Joel Whitney in Finks, among others, that Cord Meyer was especially focused on the successful encording of the capable left, compatible left, since right-wingers were already in the agency's pocket. I mean, the CIA, I'm going to go into more detail with this tomorrow, so this is from an article called Opening the CIA's Can of Worms. I'm going to really go into depth with the CIA tomorrow, what they're involved in and who they are. And they've been involved in overthrowing 60 different governments around the world because they've been controlled by their handlers, the international bankers, and they run the drugs with the international bankers from Afghanistan to the tune of $1.5 trillion a year for their black operations. But, again, we're one of the only people that even talk about this. Why is that? Well, because it's dangerous to talk about that kind of stuff, guys, because these guys don't want to be, you know, out on the floodlights, you know, of the bright sun in Florida at noon, you know, in the summer. They want to hide under the covers. They want to be covert. And we're going to open those covers up tomorrow. Guys, I love you. I appreciate you so much. You guys are absolutely awesome. I had the opportunity and the privilege to pray for you again today. Austin, go ahead and finish it up, and I will discuss with you tomorrow the babe, the, the, the nightmare of the CIA. Talk to you then. <laughs> yes, a- absolutely. And just and we, like I said, continue to talk to your friends. Continue to get this information out there. We have a movement brewing right now. You can see that. That's why the Supreme Court is going in, and they're doing this basically giant clown circus show to appease everybody with the stolen election. They know there is a lot of dissonance right now. They know there is a lot of untrust. They're already saying now in a lot of the polls that I've read that basically this is like the absolute lowest level of trust we've ever had for the U.S. government. We're reaching that point right now. Like vast majority of people, even people that are on the left are still like, yeah, we don't really know what's going on. You know, some of them even voted for this clown and 
as you can see, he's not doing anything that he said he was going to do. Well, actually, he's doing a lot that he said he was going to do. He's going to basically come in and change America. Same thing that Obama said. <laughs> but he's taken it to a whole other level like we figured he would. So in, continue. Get involved on your local levels. Continue to get involved on your county levels and state levels. Understand what state you're in. And quite frankly, if you're a true red-blooded patriotic American that is standing your ground and you're in an unbelievably far-left liberal state like California, I've said this for years. I'm going to say it again. It may be that time to look at basically an exodus out of that state. Just my personal opinion. I mean, I would have already done that years ago. I've got a lot of people that I know that have lived out there. I know a lot of people that have moved out of that state now as well and moved to Texas and other states. So, again, this is where we are right now. This is the point, and we're at a very pivotal moment. And so as long as people keep this momentum going and people continue to wake more and more people up and it continues to grow, because remember I told you guys before, one of the only benefits, one of the only benefits of having the clown in office right now is that people realize that there is no Q plan. That the United States populace, if it is to be, it's up to us and our local representatives. Thank you again for the support of Health Masters. Continue to get the information out there. If you need anything, be sure to check out the website, healthmasters.com. The product of the week, the magnesium brain food, on sale on the front page right now. Also, to the B-Complex on Super Sale. Check it out, the website, healthmasters.com. Thank you again, my friends. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. Stay strong and stay prepped. We'll talk to you again tomorrow as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network. <laughs>